Welcome to Explore the PNW. Join us as we travel throughout the beautiful Pacific Northwest and beyond. This is your host, Joel and Debbie. Hey, Deb, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm well. We're back from some traveling. Yeah. So that finds us back to the podcast table. Right. We've got lots to talk about. Going to care and share. Yeah. Excelente. Um, the first t- place that we went to up for discussion was? It was Lake Coeur d'Alene. Yes, in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Yeah. We, you know how to spell Coeur d'Alene? Um, Without peeking? I Cheer. think it's C-O-E-U-R. Yeah. D apostrophe A-L-E-N-E? Yes. Okay. Except for technically it's D little apostrophe A capital L-E-N-E. But a lot of places around here just put CDA. Like when you get on the road and stuff like that, there's a lot of just Coeur as CDA. I agree. Those Frenchies came into Idaho and... Named a bunch of stuff hard to say. Right, right. I swear, everywhere we go, it's just like, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Mm-hmm. Corda Lane. And whenever I try to type it in a Google search, it's ugly. Yeah. I always come up with like really interesting things. So hopefully I'll remember. Yeah, it's a beautiful um, lake. I mean, it was. Yeah, it is beautiful. So, so big. Speaking of. 25 miles in length. Wow. Or 40 kilometers and up to one to three miles wide. Oh, wow. Which is five kilometers. In case we have any Canadian or European listeners. Because we will be talking about our trip to Canada next time. With over 109 miles of shoreline. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, accumulative. Yeah, when you're on it, it feels big. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at how much of a the, of a beach they had. You know, there was so much sand and stuff because there was like a couple places that, I mean, coming from the ocean, coming from living right next to the ocean for most of my life, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of funny to see, you know, beachfront by a lake. Yes, exactly. I always thought like sand was supposed to be created by the salt water or something, breaking down the rock below it. I guess it's just all water breaking the rock down. Okay. I wonder if because they have so much sandy beach, do they have salty water? I have no idea. I doubt it. I don't know. Fishies would die. Yeah. Uh, do you know what the maximum depth is? Um, I, I don't. I didn't do the research on that part. It's uh, 220 feet. Right. That's deep. Yeah. And an average depth of 120 feet. That's also pretty deep. Yeah. So four, drum roll, 2,260,000 acre feet of water volume. Wow. More than a bathtub. Definitely. Yeah, lots and of lots of boats out there. Lots of boats. And lots of stand-up paddle boards. Yeah, yeah. Along the shoreline. Along the shoreline. And then the jet boats. Mm-hmm. Sea doos. The little bumblebees of the water. I don't know those. That's what they sound like to me. Oh, okay. I'm a little jealous. I've always wanted to ride one. Oh. 
but I never have. No? No. We Need for speed. Yeah. We were on a pontoon boat. Yes. They are not as fast. They are not as fast. But they're kind of surprisingly fast when they need to be. Yeah. I was going to say, they were faster than I thought they could be. I agree. Um, Yeah. I'd never been on a pontoon boat before. Well, the one in Sandpoint. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, take that back. I lied. I lied on the podcast. Shame on me. Yeah. When we were in Sandpoint, we... Yes, you're right. We we did. We got to be on a pontoon boat. Right. So, yeah. So, this is my second time. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was cool. Yeah. They're very like, you know, you just kind of chill. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily this one had a canopy thing. Yeah. Because it was super sunny. It was so hot that day. And it was just, it was nice to have some shade and, but it was still really hot. Yeah. You could choose to sit on the sun. I did. Yeah. I chose It was really hard to talk. Yeah. On a pontoon boat. If you're not very close to the other person. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it was a little windy, mm-hmm. but it was awesome. We were out there for what four hours. Yeah, that was sweet. And while we were out, we went in to Carlin Bay, which is from the Put In in Coeur d'Alene. Was it Waves? Um, and it's just like a little bay there. And we went there for lunch. Right, and we ate at a place, it's a food cart called Latitudes. Yeah, it's a very cool, there you come in, there's a pretty big dock. Mm-hmm. You dock, go up, and yeah, it's a food truck trailer kind of thing. Uh-huh. And what did we have? We had the inflation roll, which is basically a combination of lobster and pollock. Pollock, I think is how you say it. Fish. Yes. So it's a combination. So it's like a lobster roll, but it's just with two different kinds of fish. Exactly. And they call it the inflation roll because it's a little cheaper. Which kind of is funny, I guess. If it was inflation, wouldn't it be more expensive? No, no. They're giving you a break on the price because of inflation. Oh. See how that is? I didn't understand that. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was delicious. And then we also had the elote, which is a corn on the cob with like chipotle sauce on top of it and chili. And that's how corn should always be eaten. It's so good. I don't think it was very healthy. I think you take corn, which is pretty healthy. And then you put in all of that goodness yeah. The sauce, and all of a sudden you're like, mm, maybe this isn't as healthy as. But it tastes really good. Yeah, so good. I mean, let's be honest. Like, whenever you have corn, you have something on it. Mm-hmm. Or I do. Yeah. Probably so, salt, butter, but this was yeah. way better than that. Yeah, it was really good. It was delicious. I think we had fries too, if I remember right. I think it probably came with the inflation roll. I believe it did. Um. Yeah, it was delicious. And but I definitely didn't take enough water on the boat because I was pretty dehydrated by the time we got back. You got to be careful when you sit in the sun. I know that was the thing that took a lot out of me, which is funny when you think like, I'm not exercising. I'm just sitting. Yeah. And yeah, you still have to remember to drink. Hydrate. Yeah. Hydrate or die. Hydrate or die. That is scary. Yeah. Yeah, scary stuff. But we survived. We did survive. Yep. I was pretty wiped out the next day because we had our always, uh, sorry, 
already mountain biked that day also. Yeah, we did. We took our friends who were in town over to Riverside, Riverside, which is one of our favorite places to ride. I think Mm -hmm. here in Spokane, we found a bunch of new trails over there. It was fun. After I did the Wednesday night race series, we're like, oh, there's a lot more trails here than what we thought. It's just that they're not as well marked. (laughs) It's a, it's a funny area. Yeah, a little bit. But it was so it was super fun. It was yeah. fun to show out of towners some of our local trails. So, do you know what else um, Lake Coeur is known for? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's the seasonal bald eagles. Oh. Because there's kokanee in that lake. Oh, right. And isn't that, we probably talked about this on a podcast earlier, but there's that one little, is it a bay on Coeur that has all those? Bald eagles that mm-hmm. that they come there seasonally to chew on the kokanees. Oh, that's okay. a type of salmon. You know what other kind of fish inhabit the lake? I bet you don't know. I'm gonna. You can guess, and I'll tell you if you're right or not. More salmon. There's chinook salmon. Yes. What else? Trout. Uh, eh, no trout. Sorry. That's There's all. bluegill. Okay. Yellow perch. White crappie. Largemouth bass, smallmouth bass, Chinook salmon, northern pike. That's, I don't know what any of those fish are. They are, yeah, just different kind of fish. There you go. Yeah. I thought it was interesting because the water I felt was not bad. Pretty clear. It was pretty clear. I mean, it was I mean, it's not like cold. Yeah. But whenever I fished from bass before... It's that water is like when we lived in Tualatin, water that you can't see more than like a foot down in. Mm-hmm. That's that's what bass like. So I was surprised that there's bass in that lake. Mm-hmm. Seems too clear for bass. And then pike are, they remind me of barracuda. Oh. They're long and skinny. I don't know if they have teeth like barracuda though. I, I don't know. I've never even heard of one. I'll show you a picture later. Oh, awesome. Yeah, they can get big. There you go. But they're not to be confused with uh, the northern pike. I don't know if there is one. No. No, these were the northern pike. I wonder if there's southern pike. I didn't even know there were pike, so all of this is new to me. Yeah, I'm just like, why would you call it a northern pike unless there was a southern or an eastern pike? Maybe there's an eastern pike. It's, it's all, it's all new to me. And it's hanging with the barracuda. There you go. I seen barracuda. Okay. In real life. Up close and way too personal. Oh. Yeah. In Jamaica. Oh. It's I've never been to Jamaica. The poo out of me. We can say poo on the podcast and still not be PG rated. Okay. Poo. And seriously, it was with like, it was like six feet away from me. Wow. Two of them. Did you get out of the water quickly? You know me. I had a little camera with me. Oh. Mm-hmm. I bet you can guess what happened next. Did you get bit? Nope. But I swam right at him because I wanted to get a picture. Oh, I do the opposite. I did not get a good picture. Those little disposable cameras, they suck. Sorry, Kodak. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. That's before they had like good cameras yeah. you could take underwater. There right. was no GoPro. Right. That's what I was going to say. There was no GoPro. Yeah, there, was a, there was a crappy Kodak. 
camera in a plastic case thing. The mm-hmm. uh, shutter speed was way too slow. Mm-hmm. But I will say those barracudas turned in, swam away from me. Wow. You were more intimidating. Yeah. They're like, this human is insane. Let's go. Yeah. We thought he looked tasty. We were wrong. He's intimidating. He's going to eat us. Yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Northern Pike or Lake Coeur but I just thought it would be a fun fact to share. Thank you for sharing. Well, of course. It's what so, we're here for. So what did you think about, since it was our first time on Lake Coeur what did you think about, like, just, I mean, the houses were amazing. Like, just the whole feel of the the lake was, was what, really cool. What I thought was funny, and or cool, is that you would have these, like, humongous homes. Like, ridiculously large homes. And then there would basically be, like, a single wide right next to it. Yeah. You know, like some dude who's probably like lived in Coeur d'Alene for like. Or had been family to family. 50 years. Yeah. yeah. But there'd be like literally like a little shack down by the water with like a little little dock with probably like their super fancy boat right next to like a multi-million dollar house. Yeah. I appreciated that. But yes. But for the most part, there's a lot of money there. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it's a beautiful lake. Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of Shasta in some ways. I just don't know yeah. if Shasta has that many houses because I think they're on federal land. But, but yeah, the lake is, it's like when you're on it, it feels huge. Well, and it's kind of funny because again, growing up in, in Oregon and I lived in Utah and I've lived in Missouri and stuff like that, but I've never seen lakes until I moved here. Like the large, large lakes. Um, mm-hmm. And that seemed to dot all over Idaho. Yeah. And, and the nice thing about Idaho is that you, there's always some kind of river ac- or river lake access. Um, mm-hmm. Some we've run into some challenges in Washington trying to get lake access to some of these really awesome lakes because people buy up the property and then you can't get to the lake. Right. They're like, uh, no dirt bags allowed. Yeah. We're like, but we got our Cocopillies, bro. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, if you can find an access point, then you can go on our lake. Yeah. And a couple of times that's been a challenge. Yeah. But in, it seems like there's just more um, kind of public access to some of the Idaho lakes. Yeah. It seemed that is true. Mm-hmm. But yes, very beautiful. It was a fun day. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Warren Johnson. Yeah. Shout out Scribex. Yeah. That's our friend's company. Yes. If you need a scribe for your um, medical, medical needs. needs, get a hold of Scribex. Right. This podcast was not brought to you by Scribex. But maybe it will be Portland, in the future. Oregon. But yeah, I mean, Warren, if you want to throw down a couple bucks, I'm just saying, bro. There you go. Yeah. Well. This if- is us trolling for sponsors. That's a good right. idea. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to bring up um, a different sponsor and in an upcoming podcast because you used a, um, a first aid kit that was pretty awesome. That's in a future podcast. That is in a future podcast, but we, we have some shout outs for different products. Yay. Shout outs. Send us money. <laughs> okay. Okay. On that note, thanks for listening, folks, whoever's listening out there. Yeah, and please go visit Lake Coeur d'Alene. Look up some of the other Idaho lakes. Um, we haven't been on Priest Lake, but that 
we've driven by it. We've kind of gone to the dock one time. It's beautiful. It's big too. And Lake Pendore. I think it's Pendore. Freaking French. Yeah. It's in Sandpoint. That one's beautiful. We've actually been on that one. Yeah. Another hard to say one. Yeah. Fur trappers. Yeah. Why couldn't those fur trappers been, you know, like from England? Yeah. Be a lot easier to name these things. Or here's a thought. We could have just left them the Native American names. Well, and we'll tell you more about- They already had names. Did you know that? Other Did you know they already had names before they got renamed? We'll talk to you more about other lakes up in Canada when we talk about our trip there. Yeah, there are French people up there too. Okay. I'm getting followed by the Frenchies. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.